Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. With me, as always, is our co-host, the inventor of the infomercial and the original shark on Shark Tank, Kevin Harrington. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Fantastic to be here. Looking forward to an exciting uh, interview today. Yes, our very special guest today is none other than James Altucher. James, is, his resume would take the whole show. We're going to do an abbreviated version. James is an entrepreneur who started over 20 businesses. He is a successful angel investor. He is the Wall Street Journal bestselling author of the Choose Yourself series, of which I have all of them. He is a newsletter publisher, of which I subscribe to all of them. He is a cryptocurrency expert and a former hedge fund manager. I don't think there's anything he hasn't done. He is a prolific content creator. James, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me here. I'm so so honored to be on your podcast. So James, you've crammed more into one lifetime and you're relatively young than most people get done in five or 10. How do you do it? Well, it, for better or for worse. I think when you, when you do too many things, some things you do very poorly and, and you, know, you have to kind of learn from that and, and learn from the failures and hopefully then attempt the next thing which you could be a success at, learning what you learned. So James, in the hedge fund world, there's, you know, right now you, you've, you know, it's no secret, you've been playing a lot in the crypto space. And so there's some people from the hedge, you come out of the hedge fund business. And what, what are some of your folks in, in, from your connections think, what's, what are their views on crypto versus your views? Well, you know, it's funny. I, I was offered the opportunity to run a, a sizable crypto hedge fund and I didn't want to do it. I mean, I've been in the hedge fund space. I've been in the fund of hedge fund space where I invested in other hedge funds. And it's just a drag. Like, it's, it's you know, you have up month, up month, and then one down month, and everyone's yelling at you. And it's, you're making 12 people, 12 rich people even richer. And I kind of wanted to do something, which I'm sure you could relate to, which helps large numbers of people. Like, let's educate the masses in between Silicon Valley and New York. What is a Bitcoin? What are the good ones? How to avoid the scams? How to, how to find the legitimate currencies that could go up thousands of percent? And so I started a newsletter service. You know, and I'm invested in cryptocurrencies, but I started a newsletter service to focus on, you know, educating the masses and helping them find better investing alternatives, you know, with cryptocurrencies. And so what, what we're seeing is, look, we just went from 1,000 to 20,000 over the past year. It got a pullback, which was not unusual at all. The pullback went all the way down to 5,000. Um, I think you saw most of the run-up in December. So a lot of these weak hands that were just in it for kind of, they didn't know what they were doing. They just bought and bought and bought. And then they saw it go down. So they sold and sold and sold. So we kind of cleared those out. And now it's going up again. Like maybe it'll hit 10,000 today. And, uh, you know, a full 100% move up from, from the bottom. And it should continue from there. I mean, the great thing about cryptocurrencies in general as opposed to gold or as opposed to paper money, 
is there's actual, there's like thousands of man years of science that are, and innovation that are backing these currencies. Gold, there's not really anything backing it other than it's a metal that's been dug up from the ground. Paper money, there's nothing backing it. It's, I don't know, it says in God we trust on it. And it has, uh, you know, it has the signature of the Secretary of Treasury on it. Like, right. how, how, okay, in God we trust is on the back here. And the signature of the Secretary of Treasury. So, and a pyramid with an eye. So somebody <laughs> must believe that religion, I don't know. And that's all that's backing that money. Yeah, I know. So you brought up the government with all of the activity in the cryptocurrency space. How long or if do you think it'll be before the government tries to regulate it or tax it? Well, the government's already trying to regulate and tax it and, and power to them. Look, every, the only legal currency in the U.S. is the dollar. So gold is not a currency. It's just, I don't even, what do you even use gold for? Like I ask gold people, gold aficionados, okay, other than, you know, jewelry, what, what's an industrial use for gold that isn't done cheap, much cheaper by silver? And there's no answer. But, you know, Bitcoin actually, and the cryptocurrencies in general, there's actually a huge numbers of technologies and problems that it solves, not just with money, but with many other industries. And so uh, the government should regulate it because let's say there's a thousand cryptocurrencies out there, probably 95 to 98% of them are total criminal scams or frauds or worthless. And so there, sh there should be some regulation because like any financial innovation, there's, there's a lot of fraud out there. And, uh, you know, as far as taxes, if you don't pay your taxes, you're breaking the law, whether it's with dollars or gold or Bitcoin or whatever. So, you know, it's against the law if you're caught not, not paying your taxes. Yeah. So, so one of the questions that I, because I, I, I'm in the commerce side of the business, selling products, you know, on gadgets, as seen in TV, whatever, and, and overstock takes Bitcoin. Mark Cuban's going to be taking Bitcoin for, you know, Mavericks tickets. Where do you see crypto in terms of commerce uh, in the future? So, I, I mean, e there's news this morning. eBay's looking into taking cryptocurrencies, which is a huge, huge thing. The, the next thing that will follow is Amazon will eventually uh, start taking cryptocurrencies. I'll tell you a story. In 2013, I set up a Bitcoin-only store to sell my book, Choose Yourself. Uh, I released it a month before. I released it on Amazon. I released my book, Bitcoin only was the only way to get my book a month before I released it on Amazon. And I sold, you know, a number of books and everybody left their email addresses because I had to email them a PDF of the book. I sold it for 0.1 Bitcoin, which would now be a thousand dollars for a PDF of my book. <laughs> and um, at the time it was like six bucks, you know, or Bitcoin was 61. And uh, most of the people who bought were from the corporate email address for amazon.com. So Amazon has been looking in this space for a really long time. And they're eventually going to accept uh, cryptocurrencies. I'm, I'm positive of it. And then, you know, part two is countries will start accepting cryptocurrencies. So, so here's a state, though. Arizona just said they're looking into accepting Bitcoin to pay your taxes. But now we're seeing countries like Argentina. Every time there's political volatility in Argentina, the whole population suddenly opens up new crypto exchange accounts because they don't want Argentina to seize their money again like Argentina's done two or three times before. Or devalue their currency, right. Yeah. So people need to, look, cryptocurrency solves the problem of the government devaluing your money, the government seizing your money, 
other people forging your money, human error with your bank, uh, the potential for you know if, uh, the, the bank uh, to see what you're doing with your money and, the, and, and all sorts of government services and uh, to see what you're doing with your money. So cryptocurrency solves problems, actual trillion, multi-trillion dollar problems created by government currency. Government currency solved huge multi-trillion dollar problems created by gold. So we see this as the next evolution in, in, in money, basically. And that's why this is a huge, there's $200 trillion of paper money out there. There's only $200 billion of cryptocurrencies. That's a thousand X gain, but you know, supply and demand's fixed. So the price is the only thing that's gonna change here. Yeah, and, and so now let's switch over to blockchain. The um, blockchain is the underlying technology of crypto, right? Um, and is, it's is part of it. I mean, there's also cryptography. There's a lot of different aspects of the technology, but blockchain is, is certainly the most prominent. Okay. And so have you, um, have you dabbled at all any kind of investments in any blockchain deals at all out there? Yeah, because every time you see a cryptocurrency that has a use, it means that it's taking advantage of both blockchain and the fact that Bitcoin, uh, kind of what most people don't really know is that Bitcoin and Ethereum and other cryptocurrencies, they, they, they with software, they, they deleted the need for contract lawyers. So using blockchain and the cryptography of Bitcoin, you can make wills, you can make escrows, you can make contracts with people. And so for instance, I invested in a coin called Filecoin which allows me to, instead of storing my files on a centralized ex service like Dropbox or Google Drive, I can store it on a decentralized network of worldwide computers that hold file coins. And it's the blockchain aspect and the smart contract aspect of Filecoin that allows me to create these contracts between my files and all the computers that uh, decentralized that I will store my files on. So that's right. just one example. Beautiful. Beautiful. So explain more about how it replaces the need for contract attorneys. I get the sending money and I get the storing files, but educate us a little bit more in terms of how it replaces that paper contract, how it replaces that legal binding agreement between two parties. Well, I'll use it in the, in the sense of Filecoin, but we can also describe it in terms of, of wills and, and, and or, or, you know, standard contracts. But in terms of file chain, let uh, Filecoin, let's say you own some Filecoin, and people in China own some Filecoin, and people in Egypt own some Filecoin, and now I want to upload photos of my family. It'll get sliced up, and all the slices will be put in this very private way across all these computers, so no one could ever see what my photos are, as opposed to on a centralized service. Now, what's to prevent you from stealing my photos? Well, implicitly in how Filecoin is set up, there is a, using the blockchain and using cryptography, there's a con what way Filecoin and way all these currencies are set up that have actual use. There's a contract between you and I, um, so that you can't steal my um, photos. Or if you do, someone else. It, it's also decentralized, so there, there's replicate, you know, re repeats in other computers. So that's kind of a way I am using the blockchain to have a contract with all the users of all these computers, so that I have I own my photos and you don't. You're just storing them for me and you get paid. I pay like a fee through Filecoin. And so James, I, I know this has been a topic out in the, in the press recently on the advertising side. You, you've obviously crushed it with your digital ads. Um, I get them 
eight, 10 times a day on the places I go. And, and, and then Facebook came out and said, oh, we're not going to take any anymore, right? Is that, is that the only place that's kind of putting a little cramp on uh, spending for you, Facebook? I mean, Google was for a short period of time, but now Google isn't. Uh, I mean, we're, we are, look, we, the reason why people are seeing these ads is because they're working. And yeah, so exactly. we're, we're, we're doing well with them. Uh, I, I have a whole team working on the product. We have really great researchers, venture capitalists, and so on, working on, on the product, including me, of course. And uh, it's a quality product where we're, where we're helping people. So to, re to be effective and to reach the most people, you advertise, as you well know. Sure. So, so we spent money, it worked, the ads were good, people understand my background, and so they said, oh, I'll trust this person instead of these people I don't know. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, it started working, but literally, they're working so well, we kept upping the spend, and they were everywhere, which, I don't know, is on, on four, <laughs> I, I was just in Turks and Caicos the other day, three different, a guy on the beach setting up my umbrella asked me for cryptocurrency advice. It's <laughs> awesome. It's like everywhere I go, there's been billions of impressions of this ad served. So, you know, it has its pros and cons. Kevin, let me ask you this. How did you ever deal with it or, or the people you did infomercials for when they started, you know, sometimes infomercials, just like yeah. these ads, are not always seen in the most favorable light. Even if the product is sincere and authentic and effective, there's a backlash. There might yeah. be a Snuggie hater out there. We don't know. <laughs> well, at the very least, there's people who don't, like advertisers or marketers. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we use like, we did Tony Little and Jack LaLanne and George Foreman. Met, most of the time it was positive, you know? Yeah. Although the, we would spend and spend. I mean, we, we, I was getting up to $1 million a week in spend on some of my big campaigns. So, I mean, it's, you're driving some big branding at that point, you know? And, and so, um, you know, I think, I, you know, it, it's, I, I enjoyed seeing it because you, you said the, the golden words, we're only spending because it's working. And we, you know, I'm a direct response guy. I love to see people have success. And, and it, you know, it's generally, there's people quick to come in and duplicate. So you know, there, I haven't seen anybody becoming, you know, the second guy in yet, but there probably are. Have any, has anybody else come no. behind? Yeah, there's a lot of attempts and I know we're, look, I know we're doing better than them because just everything's going well. Like we're getting testimonials, the, the portfolio is doing well. So we're always able to regenerate new copy um, because everything's going well. So that yeah. increases. And then we test, like, like I'm sure you do, we test the ads. Unfortunately, the, the, the ads with the pictures of me are the worst looking pictures possible. For some reason, everyone wants to click on those. Uh, but then the copy is, is, you know, we basically explain the, the philosophy of this is why Bitcoin is, and cryptocurrencies in general are going to replace paper money. $200 trillion here, $200 billion here. So, and we give the reasons why and we give a free course. And, you know, as you know, we give as much value as possible up front for free. And then people can decide if they want to buy. And, they see, they, they, I'm not even trying to sell here. They, they, we give a lot of value for free. You don't even have to buy. And then, uh, uh, it's, and then we give a huge guarantee at the end. As you know, you give guarantees with these things. And, yeah. uh, but you know, pe some people are offended. Like if I were to just say, oh, please everybody buy my, my 
methods for making you a thousand percent, I, I would get no subscribers. You have to advertise to, to get yeah, people to exactly. live in an attention glutted economy. Right. right. I mean, the best investor in the world may not be Warren Buffett. It's someone no one's ever heard of because he didn't have any marketing, but he picks better stocks. Who knows? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's very possible. I mean, who knows? Uh, uh, and, you know, Warren Buffett's a weird example because when you, when you invest like that, you just, he's got $60 billion worth of investments. But uh, at the same time, you know, I don't know, there's so many examples of you have to, you have to use the most aggressive techniques possible to reach large numbers of people. And then what, tell, what, what really tells the truth at the end of the day is your product good or not. And if your product's good, people are gonna, word of mouth, people are gonna keep on buying your product and you keep on advertising. Well, I'm a subscriber, by the way. I, 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 I love, to, I, love I, re, I buy a lot of, I love reading, you know, number one, but um, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. So, well, uh, congratulations on, on all of that. And, you know, I just, I've got my, my closing thought. I have the Dollar Beer, the Dollar Shave Club guy did very well. He sold for, to Unilever for a billion dollars. Do you know Chris Stoikos, the Dollar Beard Club guy? He, he's, he, he does very well. Uh, your, next, your next business could be the Dollar Hair Club guy. <laughs> <laughs> or just a dollar. All it is is you just wake up and you don't shower, and then that's, I'll sell that for a dollar. Well, you got it. A oh dollar, God, you're in. I'm getting the domain name right now. Any closing thoughts, Seth? Uh, yeah, well, one other question before, before James chimes in. I just wanted to ask, you know, you've, you've got this amazing marketplace as a crypto analyst. Any thoughts about starting your own currency? Yeah, you know, I've, I've, what I do now is I, I look, I mean, really, I want to be as, you know, I want to provide a great service to the subscribers. So I'm really looking for their benefit. Obviously, the price of crypto I'm, I'm linked to because I'm selling a service. I own Bitcoin, Ethereum, some other currencies. But, uh, uh, you know, I just, think, I just think in general, if you stay with the legitimate ones, the ones that solve huge problems, they're going to go up. But in terms of my own currency, I thought of an idea, which I don't quite know, haven't wrapped my head around completely, but I thought of an idea where we, it's like the old Bowie bonds. Why don't we all pull together and then put 10% of all of our incomes in like a black box and then issue a currency off of that black box so people could bet on groups of people by mm. buying the cryptocurrency for those people. Like, like Kevin and, and Seth, we could yeah. take the whole War Room Mastermind or whatever yeah. and pull the efforts of all these marketers together and say, okay, 10% of this is gonna go in this black box and people who own the cryptocurrency can trade it and trade it with Bitcoin and so on. And it's based on the price of uh, how much money we're generating. So people can anticipate that. That's interesting. So futures yeah. on digital marketing income. I would I would bet on that. And that's how, by the way, that's how blockchain and 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 cryptocurrencies. That would be like a contract. Okay, we would hold yeah. all the currencies and, and I mean all the income generated in the blockchain. All the transactions would be tracked, and all the people who subscribe would be tracked, and then the money is disseminated accordingly. Yeah. It might be on to something pretty cool there. I like it. I yeah, like I keep it. running it around. I don't know. You know, I, there's only so many hours in a day. <laughs> I think we could get Ryan Roland and Perry behind that. All yeah. right, I'll, I'll talk to them about it. All right. Awesome. Well, we know your time is incredibly valuable. Um, for, the folks, for the folks who are listening and watching and want to learn more about what you're doing, I know there's 8,000 different links we could send them to. What's the one you want them sent to for today? 
you know, jamesaltucher.com, because then you just get the full picture, and that's A-L-T-U-C-H-E-R, jamesaltucher.com. You get the full picture of, of what I'm all about. Also, there's a link to my podcast where you could scroll back a couple years and, and listen to Kevin Harrington on my podcast because I had a lot of questions for him, too, about all of this. That's great. I appreciate that. But James, two Thank thumbs up, man. Thanks so much for listening to this special productivity series of the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. I've interviewed hundreds of the most successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and CEOs all over the world, and I want to share with you one of the biggest ways I've discovered to triple your productivity that I've learned from these amazing people. Even better, I'll pay you $500 to test drive it. Just go to take the500challenge.com. That's www.takethe500challenge.com to learn more. Thanks so much for listening. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.